Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Lift your two hands to the Lord and ask God to fill you with the spirit of prayer or the spirit for prayer, the anointing for prayer, the ability to pray. Fill me, Lord, today. Lift up your hands and ask for this grace from the Lord. God is granting us the spirit and the ability yes, Lord. for prayer yes, Lord. to pray. The Bible says in Luke 18, one that men ought to set this parable unto them to the end that men ought always to pray and not faint. let there be a Holy Spirit, stir us up again. Wake us up from our slumber. Let there be a waking up, O oh God, this morning. Let the darkness roll away and let light come, O oh God. Let the light of the Spirit shine upon us this morning. Let there be oil. Let there be anointing. And let yokes be broken this morning. The yoke of slumber. The yoke of sleep. The yoke of inability to pray. Let it be broken this morning. Let it be broken this morning. Let the light of the spirit and the light of life shine. Somebody in heaviness of spirit receive the lightness of God. God is making you lighter. Every heaviness is rolling away. 
and lightness is coming from the presence of God. You will rise up. You will bounce back. You will move. You will be mobile. You will be on your way. You will not be dense. You will not be heavy under some influence that you cannot describe. I don't know what it is, but I just feel down and I just feel dull and I feel heavy. But today, by the Spirit, life, lightness. Bible says that in him was life and the life was the light of men. May that light shine to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And be seated. We have been looking at the seed of prayer. True or not true? Have you been part of it? And very, very important because prayer is a very powerful weapon for every Christian. And when we are able to activate the weapon of prayer, Satan has no answer, no place. There's nothing he can do against us, and he knows it. So then, the greatest attack on your life as a Christian is for you to disable that powerful artillery you have, which is called prayer. The war that is going on, there have been a lot of outcries. That is, um, there's a war going on between Russia and Ukraine. Do you know about that? Because I, I was talking with, I don't remember who recently, somebody who should, when I asked the question, is that the person doesn't have any idea of it. <laughs> and the war is in your pocket now. And it's in the whole world. Yes, the war is in the world. The effect of it is now being felt everywhere. Not only in Ghana. It's even affecting your offerings. True or not true? You don't have to allow it to affect your offerings. So today I'm watching you. So what was I going to say? So the outcry has been that um, people, I need an usher to sack the people at the shop. If they came to church, they should leave the place now. Whether they are in J Church or wherever church, they should be in their church. Unfortunately, we can't close the shop, somebody's shop, but we should, 
stop our people from going there when church is on. The problem that has been is that when you watch even on television, what you see is homes, people's homes, residential, um, apartments, apartment buildings, and one that I saw, it wasn't even in the city. It's like one of our small towns, uh-huh, Dino, uh, material now, yes, at and those kind of things. So that is what has been the problem, and uh, people are clamoring for uh, war crimes against certain people and so on. But in war, what you do is that you fight the source of power for your enemy. Your enemy's source of power. That's your target. So if they are able to attack, let's say, a military base and destroy their weapons and kill soldiers, and t- it's a great achievement. If you kill 1,000 soldiers... Is a very great achievement. But if you kill thousand human beings, that's civilians, then that one becomes a big problem. Because civilians one and baby or may count. They are not part of what is going on, so to speak. So in 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 war, your biggest or your biggest source of victory. It's your ability to attack your enemy's source of power. And the devil knows this. And he knows that your source of power is your prayer. That is why every effort of his will be to attack your ability to pray. And once your weapons are attacked and they are not working, then it is easy to get you. Is it very simple? Yeah. And people know in boxing, you know that this guy has power in his right hand. If you are fighting him, you have to make your moves and your defenses such that you disable the right hand. That's all. The left, you can manage it. But right in it there. For you to come on the right, no. So you see, they hold them, they will do everything so that this power will never be released. And then they can frustrate them. You know, this person is stronger than that. But then he has found a way to frustrate the person. The writer never went through 12 rounds. And at the end, they will count points for the weak guy that he has won against the strong person. Do you see? Because he knows the source of the guy's power. That if I leave him this way, I'll go down. So, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm saying is that Satan's effort and work is against your ability to pray. Or, if you like, those who don't have time, your time to pray. And nobody has time. I say it sometimes, it's like I'm joking or something, but certain things in the world, yeah, 
so time. So, like, for example, you wake up in the morning. You have to go to work because there's traffic. Traffic is a nice thing. If traffic is from the devil, then you have done very well. It's a good job. Or is that not so? Because when you wake up in the morning, instead of being cool to have your quiet time and speaking to God and flowing and everything, traffic is waiting for you. And the reason why you dash out very quickly and leave your Bible behind is traffic. So if it is the devil who brought traffic, he should be congratulated. Or you are not affected by traffic. Yeah? So anything he can do to stop you from praying, and what we have been studying, the seed of prayer, the, the, what, what we are to notice or know from it is that some people, or rather, let me start from the general, when you sow seeds, you reap harvest. Is that not so? So whatever you sow, the Bible says that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. We say it like using it for a curse or something, but it's not a curse. When you sow, and at least we understand it that with those who are spiritual, they understand it in their finances, that you need to sow financial seeds so that you can reap financial harvest. That, at least to a large extent, spiritual people understand, true or not true. Yes, that's why you do tithe. Spiritual people tithe. Unspiritual people don't tithe. Spiritual people give offerings. Unspiritual people don't give offerings. So if you see somebody who doesn't give offerings, it's not because he doesn't have money. He's unspiritual. You don't agree, but don't worry. If you see somebody who doesn't pay tithe, it's not because the person doesn't have money. It is because the person is unspiritual. Yes. You are unspiritual. That's why you don't give your tithe. That's why you don't give offering. It's not because you don't have money. Because if you want to give, God will increase your seed soon. And give you more harvest. Yes. And the spiritual, no. And then, now multiply your seed so that you can sow more. And it's a cycle. Yes. But if you're always sitting there, ah, there's an offering, those who have, yeah, you go. Me, we don't have, and every day it's like that. You be in that state. Ah. I tell you. That's why when I see my dancing stars standing here, that they are giving first and best, I get excited. Because I know them. They are holding envelope. I don't know what is in it. And definitely, it won't make any difference. But the fact that it's in them, and they see the need, and then they, they move in that direction, I see that they are understanding something. Yes. What about the choristers? I'm saying dancing stars. The choristers, maybe I haven't seen them yet. Do you see? Yeah. So, that we understand. But then, the seed 
of prayer, it works the same way as any other seed. That when you are able to sow, you are able to put it down, then tomorrow you are going to get a harvest. But if not, you are going to be an empty person, weak person, easily overcome by enemies. And sad to say that many of us, that's where we are. And don't be angry. That's why I started by saying that if there is an area the devil will attack you, it's in your prayer. Because he knows that that's where your victory is. And that's indeed where your victory comes from. That's why he attacks you. And if you were honest, you even rise up right now and say that you struggle to pray whether you pray at all. But you are looking at you and say, why are you saying what you are saying? It's like, I'm saying, so I'm talking to you that don't pray. That you make yourself weak. And therefore, easy, easy to, I mean, for an enemy to easily come for you and attack you. And they will look for the weaker ones. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying this to say that this is so important if we joke with it. With your prayer. You are just joking with your life. Yes. And one of the things, you may not see it, but what I see in my short life here is that people who pray, eventually you will see the result of the prayer in their lives. Eventually. You see. Because I'm sure one of the reasons why prayer is difficult is you, you wonder what is doing for you. Because immediately you would not see what the prayer is doing. Even for us pastors, sometimes it's difficult because sometimes you pray in the night or pray for days ah, and fast and things before you go and preach. Then when you preach, mm, when who preach in the but the other time, though, you didn't fast, you didn't pray. I mean, you were very busy and suddenly it was time to preach and you jump in. And then you, you now, by the time you finished preaching, you saw that you were called. <laughs> you are a really called person. Then you begin to question, that, is the prayer necessary at all? Does it make any difference? Oh, it makes a lot of difference. It is true that you didn't pray and to you the preaching worked. But whether it worked to God, I don't know. But you cannot have that, type, that way also forever. So when you pray, eventually, so prayer is the seed. And eventually we see the outcome. Pastors who pray, eventually you see the outcome of their ministry. Oh, yeah. Cra. <laughs> and those who don't pray, you also see how the ministry goes. Christians who pray, you see the outcome of their lives. So we have been looking at Matthew chapter um, 26. Is that not so? Oh, no. Yeah. Someday they are push it time fast, but I don't know which angel works on the time on Sundays. 
So in that chapter, we have been reading it over here. I don't need to read everything. But we see that's when Jesus um, was just about to be arrested and then he went to pray in the garden of Gethsemane. And in verse 36, then came Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane and said unto him, sit here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. When he was going, he knew that the disciples, there were 11 of them, the apostles with him. And only three people were prayerful, so he took them along. And the rest, he left them behind. The prayerful guys. <laughs> okay, you sit here by one, two, three. Come and let's go. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here. Watch and watch with me. So it's like these are the guys who can pray with me. Yeah. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep. And saith unto Peter, What? what? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation, for the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So even the three guys who were the Ojashos people, when it was time to pray, they, they were found wanting. So if people, the Ojash, I'm, I'm, I'm making a, a, a statement now. The Ojashos people, do you understand Ojashos? Just say Jawum. Who were with Jesus, they failed in time of prayer. When prayer was needed, they failed. The Ojashos ones. And when I come to you, I don't know whether you are the Ojashos one or you have been walking with Jesus. Even these ones. A very serious. Yes. It's a very serious case. Yeah. How many people you thought you were praying by the time you knew you were waking up? Are you still here? I said people who were audacious and with Jesus. So you, think about your life and think about yourself. And then we, Jesus went again and prayed. And he came back and they were sleeping. And then he went again and prayed again. And the third time, give me that verse, the third time. Verse 44. Third time, saying the same thing, he came to the disciples and said, go ahead and sleep now. Actually, when he came, then Peter jumped up. He knew that this guy has been sleeping. He's just trying to make something like, I haven't you done that before? Prayer time, maybe only you were sleeping then when somebody touched you. You have been sleeping. And you can't deceive us. So when Jesus saw the thing, that this guy who had been sleeping, now look at him, say, stop what you are doing and go ahead and sleep. And have your rest. And what? The time has come. The time has come. 
the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Read the next verse. Yes. My betrayer is here. So when you don't pray the time you must pray, by the time you know, the time has come and the betrayer is here. Watch. Are you listening to me? Are you watching me? So, the need for prayer, listen very carefully, the need for prayer is not the time of trouble. Yes. You need prayer not in time of trouble. You need to pray at the time when it seems like there's no trouble or nothing has come. Sometimes maybe you know, you know that Jesus knew that something was coming and so on. But this Gethsemane, the, the Bible tells us that Judas went to the place with them because he knew that Jesus would resort to this place with his disciples. It's a place that he went to pray all the time. But put that one aside. But let me make my point. That when things seem to be cool, normal, flowing, working, there's no trouble. That's the time you need prayer. What am I praying about? You are sowing seeds of prayer. You are sowing seeds. You don't know what seed it is, but you are putting it in the ground. You are praying. That I thank God for praying in tongues. If you don't know what to do, just release the tongues and let it do something for you. But the, the word says that what we do not know what to pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So when you resort to the Spirit or you give it to the Spirit, the Spirit is going to make intercession or make prayers for you with groanings, with words that you cannot speak yourself. So, Jesus said at this time that, look, prayer is not important now. Yes. There's a time that prayer is not important again. First time I may call one hour more, more second time, one hour more, more third time. I feel said you can rest, you can sleep all the sleep you can and forget about prayer because the time for prayer is past. Now the betrayer is here and the trouble has landed. There are certain troubles that your prayer can't stop them. But your prayer will make a lot of difference as you go through the trouble. Jesus' prayer didn't stop the trouble of the betrayer and the people and the arrest and the crucifixion and everything. But Jesus came out different from the people who didn't pray. And that's the key thing. This is, these are the disciple, the, um, this is one who, is, who has betrayed. This is Peter. Peter who, um, Peter, Peter is the speaker. Peter is the one who had come up and challenged Jesus. When Jesus said that, look, all of you forsake me this time. He said, oh, not me. I think it's verse 38. Verse 38, you can hear Peter over there. What's he saying? He said, if, is it 38? It's a verse. I'll get it for you. 
Peter said, 33, Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet I, I will never be offended. Never me. All these guys, they will run away. But me, Peter, you will see me, I will be there. Yes. But it is this Peter that they approach and you are with him. Hey, meet this man. I've never seen him before. I don't know him. I was just walking around and I heard some commotion. So I came here to see what's going on. Another person can say, a, a young girl comes to Peter and Peter swears. I swear my father can turn up. I don't know him. This is, he betrayed him with vehemence. I don't know what you are talking about. You said this man, he's called what? Jesus. And he says he's what? Prophet, king. I've never even heard his name before. I don't know anything. I don't know him. No, this is Peter. At the time of prayer. And the rest there. Away. Away back. They are all gone already. They have run away. Then the one who was left in the corner there, this is his behavior. Yeah. Yes, I don't even know the man. But Jesus has said that trouble is coming. Oh, pray. So, but because they didn't pray, this is how they came out in the troubles. By the end of the day, these guys had run away and Peter is a betrayer who could have followed Judas. Yeah, no, can say. A curse is on me. If I'm lying. If I'm lying, I don't know him. I say I don't know him. If I'm lying, what I say? Let, let, let my head be chopped off. Who named Jesus? Now, yes, or whatever you could do to help, that power is not there. So you are deprived of the power. Listen, it's not just about talking about it, it's about doing no. It is the Kakra Yubit Mia yet to help with prayer. Nasa won't respond that. It gives an idea of how far away you are. Like, for example, Friday we were here. Did it rain in your house on Friday? Yes, but we were here. Car park prayer. We're on. Yes. But that's not the only prayer. That's just to, like I said, it's to stir us up so that we can move. But you must, you must have your own prayer regime. Time you pray, time you should be able to lock your door and stay inside and avoid disturbance. If even somebody comes in and you, the person is disturbing you, your face will show the person that he or she is not welcome. Oh, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Your face will show. There's a, you are not welcome in this place. I don't need you now. But we can do all the things. 
but prayer. Very easily strike you, deceive you, take carry you along, bring problems, everything. I mean, if you look at marriage, you marry nicely. I was at a wedding yesterday, beautiful. Then if they go and they don't pray, then you see Satan creeping into the home and sowing seeds of confusion. And the thing that was very nice yesterday, today it is the most heinous thing that ever happened in your life. Are you still here? Why is everybody so quiet? Have I insulted you? You can't say you are too busy to pray. No, you cannot be. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy to live here and succeed. Yes. You are too busy to pray. You are too busy to live on this earth and succeed on this earth. If you are a Christian. And I'm talking, I, I, I'm talking to Christians. Is that not so? If you are not a Christian and you believe in Agbada, Agba, Agbala, do more. Because there are powers. Yes. There are powers. Okay. I was trying to give you some a word proverb, but it's not coming. <laughs> Are you there? So please. And not a dorsum. And unless a word Jesus stage, you know, verse uh, 41, no. 44. 44, they will say, sleep on. 45, sleep on. Because there's a time you, you, you it doesn't matter whether you pray or not. Young girl, you are not married. This is the time to pray for your life into the future about your marriage. Not the day you marry and then when they have married finished and Saturday night they take you in and then, I mean, they have to do marriage. Then you say, we are praying. What do you mean by praying at Saturday night? If you pray at that time, it's just an official prayer. What bompano, what tons, loads of empire before that time came? Not on that day, Nafena. You are just trying to deceive the guy that he has prayed to. Sleep on time and enjoy life. That's all. Whatever will happen. Whether she's a witch, you are inside already. So just enjoy, enjoy life. Whether uh, he's a, a, a murderer, you, you, have, you have just said, I do, I do. Go ahead and do. This is not the time. You should have gone through all these things properly with prayer before this time. Okay. Let me show you one scripture. When you wake up, no, you are going for kukroko. Or uh, what? Morning show. Good morning, Ghana. Uh, you listen to Adam FM, uh, what? City FM, Joy FM. FM stations in Ghana, we have how many? Oh, 365. Pl- I was shocked when I saw it. Plenty, even TV stations. Yes. So, if you want to listen, you would... You would spend the morning, ah, the whole day. And it is, 
your radio is by your bed. So when you wake up, no, hey, what are they saying? Instead of hearing from the spirit, what is the spirit saying to me today? But from today, you'll be a spiritual person. When you wake up in the morning, you will tune in to the spirit and find out, enter into the spirit yourself and find out what is the latest in the realms of the spirit. And you walk as a spiritual person. And you overcome the things that you couldn't overcome. Any temptation that came to you, it was meant to be overcome. But because of this lack of prayer, that's why the apostles, they all failed. But all. Exodus chapter 17. Read from verse 11. Verse 11 is the key verse. And um, then came Amalek, verse 8. Are you in verse 8? And fought with Israel in Raphidim. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Raphidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hare went up to the top of the hill. So I said verse 11 is the key verse. If you have a verse, a, a Bible, underline that verse or highlight that verse. He said, and it came to pass when Moses helped, held up his hand that Israel prevailed. Mm-hmm. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. NLT says what? Yeah. You can also put it this way that it came to pass that when Moses was in prayer, Israel prevailed. And when he stopped uh, praying, Amalek prevailed. What is lifting up of hand and stuff? It's prayer. It's prayer. Wow. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hed stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the one on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. It's like, look. Whether you can pray or not, you pray. Because if you don't pray, we are in trouble. And his, the symbol of prayer is the lifting up of the hands. Even church, when they say lift up your hands, how many seconds do you keep your hands up? And this man had to keep his hands up throughout. So if you can't stand and lift your hand, here is stone. Sit on it. Ah. And as his hands were up, his hands were tired. So look, as for the prayer we need. So, uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, hey, they kept him up like this. Throughout the day, he said, 
to the going down of the sun till even. It's like if prayer stops, mm. we are in serious trouble. Mm. So whatever it is, whether the man can stand or he can't stand, whether he can lift his hand or he can't lift his hand, in the power that we have, we are deploying the power to make sure that prayer is still going on so that there will be victory at the end of the day. Clap for Jesus, somebody. Whatever means. So you to use whatever means. Whatever means. Yes. You share room with 10 people so you can pray in the room. You can, when you want to talk with a boy, are you not able to talk with your, on your phone without the 10 people hearing you? You are there with 10 people, but still. And the 10 some get pregnant. So, the Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. You know that one, the Lord our banner. For he said, because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So, to conclude... Your life and whatever your life will be or can be or will turn out to be depends on two things. You see the passage? He gives instruction to Joshua, the army commander, go and organize the army. Get them ready. Get all your weapons, everything and go out there and start fighting. That's the first instruction. So fighting is going on. Fighting is everything that you can do and you have to do to keep things going forward in your life. You have to fight for a job. You are fighting for a job. You have to fight to go to school. You are fighting to go to school. You have to fight to finish your hairdresser lessons. You are fighting to finish your whatever. It's the things that we need to do about life to make things work. We don't stop doing it because we are praying. But what you would know is that anything Joshua could do down there was never complete without prayer from Moses. So you can be the man with the greatest business acumen. You are witty. You know things and you know how to make money. But without Moses' hand lifted on the mountain, all the moves you make, you will not see the results that you have to see. So one is your effort, what you need to do. And the second, the more important one, is the prayer. That whilst you are making your effort, you are fighting down there in the plain or in the valley or wherever Joshua is and the fight is going on, up over there on the mountain is a lot of prayer that is going to the point that human beings must keep 
uh, the man's hands up because Joshua didn't, <laughs> it's almost like Joshua didn't have any power because his power was from the prayer going on. And as soon as the prayer stopped, then that was the end of him. So almost like to say that whatever we do is powerless without prayer. Yes, that's what it is. It's powerless without prayer. Watch and pray that he enter not into temptation. And I like what he says, the flesh indeed, uh, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh there is weak. Sometimes how you wish you can do away with the flesh so that you can be spiritual. Yes, when we talk about flesh, don't think of fornication and things. Think about weakness. Yes. The sleep, the food, the laziness. It is only the time you start praying that you feel the presence of Ntuntum in the place. So then, you see, don't give up. You are now beginning. That's why Jesus said, what? You couldn't pray for one hour? Because the, this one, it, it, it comes. It, it, yeah, sometimes it can be one hour. Sometimes it can be 30 minutes. Sometimes it can be 15 minutes of this, all the things, going to look for water. And, but when you break through that side and you enter into the prayer realm, you don't even remember that there's water to drink at all. No. You don't... There can be elephant and tuntum in your room. You will still not feel them that they are there because, look, you are communicating and you are moving and pushing into the deeper realms of the spirit. How can mosquito bring you out of the spiritual realms? But it's because you are not there yet. That's why you feel hungry. Ah, but today I've eaten all. Well, that's when I started praying, I mean, my show, show, show. Why? <laughs> May God grant you the spirit, the oil of the overcomer. And it is called prayer. Stand. Stand. Close your eyes. You can't talk to God unless you are related to him. And you are here this morning, maybe you don't have any relationship. We are very far away from God. But me tun safrel. So do mubema eradiesu Christo. Heaven will stand still and watch you and listen to you. I'm praying for you. You are here this morning. You are not born again. I have a special prayer that I want to pray with you. That you'll be born again. And from that time, your prayer will begin to do wonders. Your prayer will begin to do wonders. Your prayer will begin to do wonders. You are not born again. You want to be born again. You want your name to be written in the book of life. Lift up your right hand. Your right hand up high. 
I need Jesus. I need to be born again. Your right hand up high. I need Jesus. I need to be born again. O pese Jesus Christo met chama akumem non sacral non ye ni papfra. Non sani faso me na bom pai strong ko. Sesia maso maso lift it up. God bless you. Father, every hand that is lifted, let them be turned around and become different people from today. If your hand is lifted up, come to the front. I'm right here waiting for you. Come and stand here with me and I'm praying with you here. You lifted your hand. Keep your hand up. salvation and today is the day not tomorrow say this prayer with me say lord jesus say it loud lord jesus thank you for dying for me say i receive jesus today as my lord and my savior from today i will follow jesus from today i will serve jesus jesus is my lord Jesus is my master. Thank you Lord for saving me. Eradiesu. Betrama kumemo. Na sakrami. Na yemeni pafofro. Chomidin ewonkwa homeni. Erademe dawase. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry.